First Gen Wealth, we talk about an entrepreneur's journey to creating wealth. I've got a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues, a lot of peers that they're brought up with money and the ability to handle and figure that out. Finding dollars has always been easy. Finding a deal, making money, making money, I can do that. What to do with it to make it continue to earn so we do have that generational wealth, that's the missing piece. We want our money that we've earned through blood, sweat, and tears now go to work for us so that money is making money while we're sleeping. Hello, welcome to First Gen Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Woodworth. This is episode number eight. Uh, joining me today is uh, somebody that I'm very close with. I've been in the uh, real estate game now for a little while. Uh, he actually works for Woodworth Commercial, uh, the company that we all work for here in this building. Uh, and Leo is uh, going to tell us a little bit about his story, but he's been with me now for four, four years, five, six now, close six to six, years. Five, five at least. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Leo share, he's right next door to me. So we get a lot of interaction together um, and has recently started uh, diving into the investment game, the investment real estate game. So not just brokering deals, but buying some stuff for himself. Uh, I'll let you tell you tell a little bit about that, but um, yeah, Leo, why don't you? Because your 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 path here and in, in kind of the last few years has been pretty interesting. Oh yeah. Um, and by the way, Leo's first ever podcast ever anywhere. True. Never been on camera. Yeah. Well, we know well. better because we saw you <laughs> dancing uh, on your your leasing update here a couple weeks ago. But um, anyway, Leo, why don't you like? Share how we got connected through your dad, but tell that story and then, you know, how you've evolved uh, kind of through um, your various in and out at Woodworth Commercial yeah. and now permanently back in. So go ahead and, and give us that breakdown real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I uh, actually went to college for engineering, um, studied that for a number of years and was working in the field for a number of years. And man, I just, I honestly was hating it. So I went uh all over back and forth trying to figure out like what my next step was because I was literally dreading going to work in the morning. Um, and just, you know, I was working down in Novi, the corporate hierarchy sitting in a cubicle, really Ugh. not loving it. You Sorry. know, it's not um, bad for some people, but right. not for, not for us, not for me, <laughs> not for me. So I was talking to my dad, um, and told him kind of my investment strategy. We we're talking long-term. Um, and I said like, really, the great wealth equalizer that I've been studying is real estate. And I, you know, long-term I would like to get into real estate. I don't know much about it. And my dad instantly was like, let's get you in touch with Randy. So yeah. I think the next golf outing that we were playing in or something, I met you. And then that following Monday, you were like, get in my office. Let's talk. Yeah. So your dad, Jeff Deason, he's the, the CEO at the chamber of commerce here locally for at that time. And he, he said, you know, he, he said, make sure he finishes school though. I didn't, I didn't do that job. No, you got no. one semester left, right? Yeah. And you didn't, yeah. <laughs> eh, you know. Never looked back. Yeah. Never you looked know? back. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> it, it, it took me about six months in the industry to realize that I never want to go back. Sure. So, yeah. you know, went to, uh, yeah, went through that, met you. I think, uh, it was a Monday afternoon and then the following Monday I had my real estate license and we were off to the races and awesome. 
ever since then, it was a uh, up and down curve of learning the trade, you know, in in Randy's office every day, asking him questions for, I'm sure, far too long and still. Oh, no. No, But but yeah, we've we've progressed from then. Yeah. So, Leo, you were originally... and this is the way the case for a lot of real estate firms, uh, new agents go on a draw, um, which is basically they're getting an advance on the commissions for the deals that they're going to do. Um, and I, I think after about a year and a half, your first year and a half, I said, all right, well, you're going to be off the draw after the first of the year. And you freaking panicked. I did. And, uh, took on another, you like left for a little, you took a little sabbatical. Yeah, that that was also right in the COVID era. So it was kind of a, I was not that confident in my own abilities. At this point, I'd been a year. I think I was more confident than you were. I know. And and rightfully so, because you're proving it now, but go on. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, it wasn't that I was unable to make deals and and stuff, but I just wasn't 100% confident in my ability to provide for my family the way that I needed to. And it was right around the COVID time that this started hitting and I had no idea what was going to happen, you know? So it wasn't like I was this tenured veteran. This is like I, I, COVID was starting and I was like scrambling. I I don't know what I'm going to do. I worked in, uh, in the emergency services field. So I was at the fire department and got my EMT license, things like that. Um, and ended up working for a short stint over at Shiawassee dispatch doing 911 dispatch, just kind of renaissance man this guy i tell you i was moving around you got like he's a firefighter volunteer firefighter uh ems fully trained uh emergency responder uh licensed faa drone pilot right uh what other what else you got i mean do we know underwater basket weaving yeah yeah. (laughs) no things i'm gonna you're a smart guy and i mean that's i mean that's the engineer in you right so you can you can tackle anything you know (laughs) in order to use drone photos in the commercial space, you, you, you have to, you're supposed to use a licensed pilot. Not everyone does, but we try to adhere to all the, uh, you know, red tape around here, but I, I challenge you to go get it. And dude, you grab some book, the size of, you know, a huge thing. And he, he just read it and then took the test and passed the test. I mean, it was like, yeah. and now you're, you know, now you're a pilot. Yep. Pilot. Pretty now. amazing. <laughs> it's like that, like the guys that, passed the bar but never went to law school you, yeah. could, you could probably figure that out too but a lot of maps yeah <laughs> <laughs> a lot of maps to figure out but so so here we are you're back you know you you, you came back as um kind of like my assistant so you're 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 you know you've, you've got something that's a kind of a, a paycheck your bonus through that as well um but you're getting close to kind of like having that confidence now aren't you yeah, I'm I'm right there now. Um, really, my goal was to get build up my own portfolio enough to where I feel 100% comfortable. Um, yep. And was getting you know the girlfriend through school, things like that. Um, had to had to keep the consistency for um, for the meantime. Sure. But uh, for for right now, yeah, I'm getting there. You know, now now I finally caught my groove. I'm confident in what I'm doing. Um, it I think it took a lot of pushing from you for me to get my own. Um, you know, investments going sure. and in getting those going, uh, now that I've found success and I really like have proved to myself, like, I know what I'm doing when I'm selling somebody, there's a certain amount of confidence when you also have what you're selling. Right. Sure. Um, there's a ton of, uh, information that I would have never had not owning a property. So you can speak the language. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I know the problems they're going to deal with. I know, you know, 
what an early investor, I mean, I've got six properties now. Six so, properties. Six properties. Okay. I bought my first one two and a half years ago. Um, all of them are doing successful despite many hiccups, but you we're know, gonna, we're not going to talk about sewer problems today. Yeah. Sewer, sewers hurt. Yeah. That's, that's touchy subject, but yeah. it's all right. you got through it, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, at the end of the day, so it's six, still a goodbye. Six buildings. Uh, now correct me if I'm wrong. All of these are in some sort of partnership, right? Yes. So yeah. I, I'm a heavy believer in partnerships. Um, working with the people that you like is the most important thing in life, sure. right? You want to enjoy who's calling you. You want to enjoy who you're talking with and working with. Um, so my partnerships range you, um, I've, I've got another close partner, Joe Dinsdale. Mm -hmm. Um, we do a lot of our deals together and frankly, we, we have the same mindset, the same thinking, um, you know, a younger group of guys that are all like looking at this long term. Yeah, because so. you're 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 going out and syndicating and finding some dollars for investment and things of that nature, right? Hundred yeah. percent. So a lot a lot of the deals that I do are very little out of my own pocket. But that's awesome. I talked about that in, in episode six, and that's how I got going um, myself. Was you bring the deal, you bring the knowledge, you bring the know how, and a plan, an action plan to make uh, real estate successful, make it. Um, productive. So, you know, you shouldn't invest in real estate because you think it's going to increase in value. You should invest in real estate because you know you can add value. Right. And that's something I think over the course of the last couple of years, you've truly turned a corner on. And now you've got your investor hat uh, and your broker hat going because as the broker, that's where you can bring deals. You can find tenants. You can, you know, mm -hmm. flush out some of that stuff. So, so talk about how many, um, how many because you're a partner with me on one of those deals and that's a, a self-storage right yep um so that's a, like 180 tenants so right so set that one aside how many tenants do you have that you're dealing with on the other five properties um 16 16 tenants yep. that's awesome and that's a range you've got a duplex in there you've got yep, duplex multiple mixed-use buildings uh, triplex um you know, they're, they're all similar, but pretty, um, what I would consider is very stable investments. Yeah. You know, they've got the commercial aspect, they've got the residential, they're in strong markets. Yeah. The Owasso mixed use, one of them. we love that mixed use, uh, building, you know, the mixed use asset class. So you, when he says mixed use, what we're talking about is commercial first floor. It's a typical downtown building you've got, or, or pretty much any downtown anywhere, but anyway, Commercial on the first floor, so be it office, be it retail, whatever. So some sort of commercial rental element on the first floor, and then housing, apartments is what you've got on the on the second floor, right? Yep, absolutely. Yep. So now you've got one of those. Uh, you've got two buildings next door that are mixed use, right? And one of them is got that one was the sewer problem, but you've got four right. apartments in that one, right? Mm -hmm. Good tenant down below. Yes. Right. So you you bought that building with a tenant. Yes. And lost the Immediately tenant. Immediately lost that tenant. But how how long did it take you to find another one? Two months. That's the broker hat. That's what you. Right. That's that's why your partners were willing to enter into an agreement with you, uh, with you coming to the deal with no money out of pocket because they they're relying on you to find that next tenant. And right. You did. You delivered. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. And yeah. I, and in buying that building, when I. When I purchased that building, there was two residential tenants upstairs and only one commercial tenant downstairs. So I've brought 
you know, in, in that amount of time, I've owned that two years, three new residential tenants and filled both commercial spaces. That's awesome. So it, it was bought at a steal of a deal. Yep. It was, uh, you know, but now the increase in value is great. Um, well, you did that. Yeah. You added it that. Happen. Yeah. Um, and then the, 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 the other building, are you guys still looking at doing some sort of grant process there? To yes, do some, that, yeah? that's going to be probably this year's turnaround. Um, so we're, we're looking at potentially selling. There, these two buildings are right next door to each other. Um, one is commercial, four apartments upstairs. The other is commercial with two vacant floors. Um, they used to be um, apartments probably back in the fifties, but sure. for the, for the vast majority, it's vacant. It's, yep. you know, torn to torn to pieces. So we're going to be pursuing, pursuing that grant process. What we're debating now is selling the, the right hand asset so that it completely funds the redevelopment of the left hand asset. I don't know. So the right hand asset. Yeah. The one that has four apartments, right? Cash flows. Yes. You want to sell that? Maybe, maybe not. So, so our, <laughs> our vision of it is that if we, we bought both buildings under one contract, we paid $30 a square foot. Yep. In paying $30 a square foot, after filling the right building and getting it cash flowing, we now value it at almost $50, $55 sure. a square foot. So in selling that building, it would leave us with a completely free and clear asset that and either we cap, can leverage capital. And, and capital to be able to pay for the redevelopment. It might make sense. It, it almost makes sense. I'm, I'm of the mentality that long-term hold, I don't like selling anything unless it really makes a ton of sense, but well, if you can only other one free and clear and pay for, uh, the gap of the grant dollars and have all new apartments, that are free and clear, right? It's going to cash flow even more than the other one did, right? So we'll and have to it, pencil that out. I don't know. Yeah, because well, I'm going to be leaning on you hard for yeah, that. One. Yeah, yeah. Don't, so, don't worry. So it is, and it, it is a struggle. Do you buy or do you hold? Do you sell? Um, and I've always been been a big holder uh, of real estate, but then what you discover is you lose. You don't have capital. Mm-hmm. Right, the, you, you need to turn assets, and I'm I'm starting to change my tune on this. As you know, we've been selling some of my stuff off, right? Um, because you need to turn them over, take your profit, have capital, re-engage, redeploy. Um, so you know, my conversation with you about this two years ago would be different from, you know, maybe right. where it is now. Um, so we'll have to pencil it out because, yeah, because I guarantee you, you would have, you probably did. I think we had talked about that and I probably told you not to sell. Yeah, I did. Okay. We, we did. And it's still, <laughs> it is, it's not listed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we'll sit, we'll put it that way. So I, yeah, we'll have to pencil it out because I'm, I'm changing my tune on that. Yeah. And, and part of that is just, I'm, I'm continuing as always trying to learn and, and, and grow, um, and taking an in input from people that have been here before and done it. And there's a lot of different uh, schools of thought on this. I mean, mm-hmm. I always say, you, you hear me say it, um, you find what you're looking for. So if I want to find somebody to tell me to hold, I can find that. If I want to find somebody to tell me to sell, I can right. find that. So I've got to balance it out what works for me and what makes sense. And right now, uh, trying to, um, especially where we are about to be in the real estate market, I think we're on the precipice of a, of a real buying opportunity. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to maybe start selling some assets. Right. Uh, and, and that doesn't mean sell assets, 
and then put the money in a in a lockbox somewhere, right? Right. For me, that's redeploy. 10, redeploy. Right Ten thirty one takes takes some profit, redeploy it tax free through a ten thirty one uh, tax deferred exchange. Um, but that's yeah, that's 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 kind of where my head's at right now. And that might change again. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I think it changes based on where the market's at. Well, and, and where it's your the asset. Heart is at, it's the know? asset. Like there's one I you know that plaza I've got in Durand. Like we, we I like. For me, I want to redeploy money back in there and improve mm-hmm. it, uh, continue to improve that asset. And, and that, to me, is like a long-term family kind of hold. Like right. That's a generational potential uh, plaza that it can hand down. Because um, in my position, that's that's where I think it, at some point I'm going to start making that transition to where like I want to look at things that I'm gonna, I want to hold forever, right? Sure. So I look at five years on that building and I'm like, in five years, am I going to need to refinance to do the roofs? Am I going to need to do additional brickwork or windows? Am I going to need to do these things that they add value, but they don't. No, it's, it's like putting tires return. on your car. Man. Right. It's exactly. Like, so it's, you need them, but they don't add any value. Exactly. It, 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 what like it does is it, it does help you get the value. Right. So, and, and what I mean by that is if you do put that asset up on the market, um, the buyer comes along and he starts discounting your price based on def- right. deferred maintenance. So if you don't, you know, if you take good care of your buildings, you don't get discounted. All right. So we'll, we'll get, we'll get that. We'll get pencil and paper out on that, Leo. We'll, we'll look oh, at yeah, that. For sure. We'll look at I'll that. I'll be building. leaning on you for sure. Yeah. And, and again, I, I mean, it's not mine. So, you know, I can just give you what I would think and then, and then, you know, you're getting savvy enough to do what you got to do. Um, yeah. But so, either way, I mean, shameless plug to the audience. This is the spot to get deals done. Right. So yeah. <laughs> when, when I say like, I'm going to sit in here with Randy and pencil every part of this out, it's hundred percent re- true. That's we, really going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> we do that multiple times a week yeah, where, yeah, where it's like, sure. Hey man, I'm, I'm looking at this deal. I don't know if I can afford this asset, whatever the case may be. And I say no more than I say yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you've never told me yes on one that's failed. Which yeah okay that's that's, that's good. a good statistic yeah well you're, you're you know you've only six. got like yeah six or six yeah and it's early exactly exactly <laughs> there might be some misses but nah dude you're you're young you know I mean you're late twenties right yep twenty nine yeah, twenty nine you can you can actually take a couple punches to the gut and not and, and not even it won't matter it, it'll wash out it'll wash right? out keep building yeah absolutely so what's what do you what do you uh, what are you valuing right now like what are you looking at as your next potential. So I want to go more units in one location for sure. Um, multifamily? Multifamily or mixed use. I'm still, I, I will look at any mixed use still. Yeah. I love mixed use. It's in my wheelhouse. The retail leasing is something that I click on and I love doing. Yeah. Um, so I'm still looking for that. Um, so I, have you looked at Ryan's uh, 810 West Main? Let's yes, see. I have. All right. Let's talk about that after yeah. this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so secret... Secretly, not so much a secret, like we're evaluating that. Right. Ryan and I together are evaluating that. Um, Not really in my wheelhouse right now, as far as like what I'm trying to do, Mm -hmm. like on a global level, like it's... Right. Like you're you're already a little bigger than that. Yeah. Not to say... I'm not trying to be... You just make your money where you spend your time. Right. I've spent my time on those smaller deals. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to spend my time and make my money on larger deals. Right. But that one seems to have promise, so we'll talk about that a little bit further. I already have two garage tenants. I think that's going to sell by so. the end of the day. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So, hey, we're recruiting. I mean, if you think, you know, this conversation happens on a daily basis around here and um, if it intrigues you, quite frankly, come chat with me or Leo. Um, and, and if it's something that's a fit, man, we'd love to put you to work. And if you call me, you get a free lunch out of it. Shameless plug. If you call me, you got to buy the lunch. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. Um, anyway, well, uh, anything we're missing here, Leo? Because, you know, I try to, I, I, I think it was Evan Lyons in one of my podcasts. He, he coined the phrase, not sure if he coined it. We'll give him the credit. Commuter podcast. So we're trying to do this thing in like 20, 25 minutes. People can listen on their way to work, uh, you know, uh, in the bathtub because we all take long bubble baths. Oh, yeah. Commercial real estate. That's what you do. Anyway, I took my do? first cold shower today, actually. Five minutes? Five minutes. That's brutal. Cold shower. Bravo. It was. It took me three and a half to catch my breath. Yeah. Yeah, that was brutal. I've so, been doing that in lieu of, I, I really want to buy a, a ice tank, one of the ice baths. And somebody told me, hey, before you do that, end every shower with like a minute and a half of cold water and just see how you feel. So Alec Faber, I think, converted a f- chest freezer. Oh, Way okay. cheaper. That is cheaper. Way cheaper. Yeah, fill a chest freezer with ice, shut the lid, it's still there tomorrow. Yeah, I know a guy that does uh, the gallon jugs of, of water. He just puts them in his freezer, freezes yeah. them overnight, and then Chest freezer is designed to keep the cold in. Right. So uh, we did a challenge at the office here. A few of us did, 75 Day Hard. Some of you may be familiar with it, but basically it's 75 days of two workouts. One's got to be outside, drink a gallon of water, uh, read a book, uh, read 10 pages a day, stick to a diet. Take a progress pick, and those are the five tasks, right? Did yep. I miss something? So Leo's got eleven days left. Uh, thirteen. Well, by the time this days. by the time this goes, you'll be done. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. you'll be done. So Leo's done. Just recently completed. Congratulate me. Yeah, Bye yeah. <laughs> so yeah, as of recording, still a few more days. By the time yep. you guys see this, he'll be done. I completed mine a couple weeks ago, and now I've. I'm, I'm doing phase one, which includes all those tasks plus three more, one of which is a cold shower. So that's why we were talking about that. I text these guys early this morning. Uh, him and Adam Bronson in the office are also doing the, the challenge. So um, uh, I text them my, my day one of, of phase one today. So anyway. Yeah, we've yeah. Been, been doing really well with it. I'm, I'm doing it with Dave Hood Jr. as well. We're yep. both on the same day. I think combined, we're down 50 pounds. That's uh, combined. I like yeah. that. I, I, I'm <laughs> 27. He's around 30. You'll, you'll be so. 30, but that's 60 pounds combined, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. Congrats. <laughs> and you're getting fit. Very, very. Yeah. And my you're mental clarity is way better. Yeah. Um, really, it's just the time, taking the time and doing the time management portion. Healthy body, um, healthy mind, exactly. Healthy finances, and surrounding yourself with people like again, we're we're in this office. Randy's really incurred a change with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I mean, surrounding yourself with people that care about each other and really. You know, just text me this morning that finished. Who? Kevin Maurer. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he's thrilled. So I text I'll him. Shoot him a text. Yeah, do it, do it. That's awesome. Congrats, Kevin Maurer. So anyway, we got a little bit off topic, but not really. So with the idea of of. of generational wealth and uh, building something that can last, you also need to last. And part of that is your physical well-being. And, and so we, we uh, encourage each other around here to stay fit um, and, uh, you know, pump a little iron. That's what we do. Yeah, and do you I'll- even lift, bro? Oh, of you do. You absolutely <laughs> lift. All right. I could throw in a little plug, too, of something Randy told me that I think about. He told me this on the first day that I worked for him. He said, Leo... People who own things know things. 
People who own things know things. So call, if you want your financial <laughs> health to be good, call some people that own things. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And I say that all the time. Like people are, we're here to talk. Leo's here to talk. Um, I'm here to talk everybody in our office. Like that's what we do. We network, we build our, our network. We want to help people succeed. Um, Leo's doing it. He's a prime example. He, he started a few, you know, five years ago, six years ago, has six properties of his own now and growing, uh, continuing to evaluate new deals. Um, he's, he's going to take over this podcast in, you know, five years and, and, you know, he'll, he'll be given his, to. yeah, he'll be given his tips. So, Hey, with that, I'm going to wrap it, man. Um, Leo, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on. It's been fun catching up some of that stuff. I forgot. Oh yeah. Thanks uh, so much for having me. I appreciate you, it. You bet. But I'm going to tell you what, if Leo can do it, anybody can do True. it. Yeah. True. <laughs> if I can do it, anybody can do it and, and, and do it means take action. Do that. Take action. Find something you want and take the action. Whether that's a phone call, just take that first step. That's what we're, we're always trying to tell people to do is to take a step in a direction and then the next step and then the next step and then the next thing you know, your life will be different. And that's what we're here to help. Uh, so anyway, that's, that's a wrap. This has been First Gen Wealth. I'm Randy Woodworth, your host. Uh, we're going to have a couple more episodes. We drop, we drop them every uh, Wednesday at noon. Uh, so tune in next time. Not sure what the topic will be, but it's going to be awesome.